Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Movie time and it's feeling right. You're looking for a love last. You'll find, find it at Romance in the Podcast. Ooh, ooh, baby, had me a hello. Ooh, I love you. I know. Ooh, ooh, baby, you're the wind beneath my wings. Ooh, ah, I'll have what she's having. Oh, amber is the color of this movie. Not really. It's the color of island, which is like gray greenish. Is that what color amber is? No, amber no. is amber is like a ar- bright caramel. Orange. Yeah, it's, yeah. Okay, it, don't That's you what I haven't you seen Ju- Jurassic Park like crystallize in amber? Dino DNA. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that you moved your shoulders to each DNA. That was everything. I the last time I was at Universal Studios, they had a bunch of merch for the like Dino DNA guy, and I was like, oh, what? And none of it came in my size. Would, and I was really upset. Would wear that, even though he is just nerdier. Clippy? I yes. like that one. <laughs> yeah. We got Clippy, yeah. but circles. We did start. I'm recording. Like, I don't know what. I think he means the episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into Romancing the Pod. You had to said hello. I'm Paige Wesley, and I'm all shoulders I'm Mike today. E. Yeah. <laughs> I said my part. oh my god now you guys get to see what i edit out of the podcast but what is really mikey (laughs) and i'm todd schlosser and this week mikey made us watch dating Dating amber Amber. so was this the first time you guys had seen this movie yes Yes. same so but you picked it it. yeah tell me why you picked it. i watched the trailer on amazon around when it came out and i was like oh that actually looks pretty good and then, yeah, and then I saved it for the podcast. And so, and so I had not Even seen it. Even though it's not really a romance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that I'm slowly turning this into like a, I'm like, oh, and coming of age movies can come into this podcast. <laughs> there's, oh, there's romance around this movie. There's a lot of people romancing. There's some people romancing around this movie. Amber romances. She actually Amber starts dating romance. somebody. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I would say that this is as romantic as Angus. Yeah. So I'll allow it. Also, this movie's fucking amazing. Yes. So like, it's I'll so allow good. it anyway. It's so good. I I sobbed uncontrollably. Yeah, yeah I same, honestly, end. Paige. This movie probably would fit more yeah. into like a... Like if we ever did a bromance type month where it's like two friends like falling into friendship. Yes. Like yes. That is, it is much more of a, a falling into friendship movie. Yes. Which I love about this so much. They it's did so love good. each other very, very much. As friends. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I would never say that they did not. But yeah, it is definitely more of a coming of age film. But a coming of age film in an era of history that now has a number of film and TV shows about it. And I love. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Dairy Girls. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was I, all over so- it. 
something about Ireland in that time period where I think everyone dresses like they live in Soviet Russia, and it really weirds me out. I mean, they were going through the troubles at that but point. But also, in it's history. the 90s, and everyone dressed that Like, that's how I was dressing in the 90s. Not me, man. My parents dressed me with just neon bright ass colors all the well, time. That that was, I think, an American thing. America got very into neon in the 90s, and, and you know, like a lot of triangles and yeah every mom in this movie dressed like those russian nesting dolls the mom in this movie looked like my mom in the 90s so i and that's I why know. we call your mom babushka, babushka. <laughs> but inside your mom is a nicer smaller mom and then inside oh, that my mom's mom already pretty nice and very a small meaner, smaller mom <laughs> And then when you get to the end, it's just a it's just a mom you can hold in the palm of your hand. They call those palms. You know what? Never palms. mind. It doesn't uh. work. It's too close. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, no, th- this looked very 90s to me. Much like um, whenever I watch Dairy Girls and I see Michelle's crunchy curls, I'm like, oh, it was a dark time for us curly haired ladies. And for every main character in this movie. Oh, yeah. Every main character in this movie. A lot of the main characters on Dairy Girls, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about curly hair stuff, so, but I'm gonna assume that was, like, a fucking banger for those people out there with curly hair. Oh, yeah. No. All my curly haired ladies out there are just like, yeah, we remember. Hair technology has come a long way, and we've all now learned that we can't wash our hair every day. That is something that I used to do, but don't do anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, a thing. Yeah. So what what did you guys think, Mikey? What did you think of the movie? I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, ooh, the empathy. I mean, I it, it was it, it's it, it's a lot. It's hard to watch. They do a really good job setting up the perspective of teen, you know, gays and lesbians who have not come out in a way where you feel for these kids throughout the whole film, and then the end just made me like sob. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yes. So much. I, I think it's really effective in the the by getting your emotional buy-in on what they're going through, uh, and it kind of starts off a little slow, and then by halfway you're like, oh, this is oh. Like, these are just gut punches. Oh, yeah. over, no, I cried over. multiple times. <laughs> yeah. This movie, I think, does an amazing job, uh, at least of showing sort of what I bet it was like and probably was like for a lot of people I went to high school with. Because I went to high school after this movie, obviously. It's probably but still like, like for a number of people yeah, out there. Yeah. yeah. It's not great in a lot of places for LGBTQ plus youth. Like, that's why Utah has one of the highest suicide rates. So, like, uh, you know, I, I get it. But. Fuck, I really do think it does a good job of making you really feel for both your two main characters. And it feels like a very realistic mm-hmm. portrayal of what that would be like. At least to me, even, who didn't go through that, but it looks that way. But even in that, this movie is blisteringly funny. Which oh, I yeah, do that's, like, that's why like, it's palatable. That's one of my favorite. That's why it's so, it makes you cry so much. Because yeah. you're like, this is so funny. You love both of them and you just want them to make it like that's like it her especially at a certain point like you're rooting for her so hard because she really is just like no fuck it I am going to be myself and you're just like oh god (laughs) I know when he tells her he's gay at the end you just start crying and she's like yeah no (sighs) shit which is very funny so you're like laughing and crying at the same time and for her to be like take everything i've ever worked for because 
I'm going to be okay. Yeah. I think if you stay here, you're going to die. Yeah. I mean, I was just like, ah. I know, man. It's so brutal. <laughs> for for me, it's like the movie ends and on a black screen, you hear him exhale. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> he can finally breathe. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. The page, I fucking lost it even more. Oh. And I was already crying at that point in the movie. Oh, so much. Fuck. So much. Yeah. I literally watched it and then just like came to record. I could not have because <laughs> I, I was yeah. heavy sobbing and then had to like go to sleep like <laughs> yeah i'm trying to tell y'all how much time i have left through the tears of my eyes yeah i it's nice to watch a really good it's gonna be hard to make a lot of jokes about it but i mean it, it's uh it's 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 good to watch a nice a really good film yeah and um I really like when people are kind to each other and oh, it's nice yeah. to see that. Yeah, and everyone that is a main character in this movie and some side characters are very kind. Every high school kid that is not one of the <laughs> main characters is an emotional terrorist. Like, oh, <laughs> But they are also so fucking funny. I know. <laughs> so I know. funny. And Kev, like I would say the main quote unquote friend. The main douchebag. Yeah, yeah. Because he is in the friend group, but he's terrible. But he looks like a 17 year old, 40 year old used car salesman. And I, I couldn't help but laugh every time yes, I saw him. That's Ireland. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> no, I looked at him and I was like, what's baby Ricky Gervais doing here? Yeah, like, yeah. That's yes. what he looks like. My favorite thing he says in the entire movie is on their last day of school. And he's like, it's all under the bridge now. And she's just like, oh, it was a week ago. Yeah, he says, it's all in the past. And she goes, it was two weeks ago. And he goes, and he responds like she said, you know what? It was a long time ago. I fully forgive you. Fully but she did not say Because he was like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like just walks away. And just walks away. Uh, what's her name? Tracy. Tracy cracks me up because Tracy is. Funniest character in the film, I think. Well, I like Tracy and Tracy's best friend. Oh, who- yeah. Who will will sleep with Kev, but won't let him tell anyone or let him touch her outside of that creepy trailer? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, girl, you rock that ponytail with those two hairs out in front. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She had like two like downward horns around I, her face. I absolutely used to do that in the 90s. I mean, uh, it was a thing. It definitely it was, was a thing. A thing. Yeah. It was definitely a thing, and it didn't look good on any of us uh, because none of us were hairstylists that could add volume and stuff to the... Like, we saw people do it in magazines, and we're like, yes, and then you do it on yourself, and it just makes you look very oily. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Tracy with her, like, she had a, a crimp a crimp setter or a beach waver or some some sort of yes. crimper and was maxing that out <laughs> i did love that amber was entrepreneurial uh Loved she her. like everything about mm-hmm. amber is great mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i do. she's amazing <laughs> amber's like do you even listen to bikini kill and i was like how did she get her hair green because like bleaching was she allowed to i wasn't when i had to wear uniforms in school but no one seems to care really but no. i do I, I like that i think it's a little bit of purple too there's like green it's green and, and purple, purple. Yeah. The, it's the very whole, cool her whole vibe is a uh, bookstore in san francisco and i love oh, it yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah so w- when the movie first starts i had some trouble hearing the accents and i was like oh no is this far away again but then i kind of i kind of got right into it and understood what they were talking about so i love your commitment to not using subtitles like as a bit yeah i I didn't use subtitles but 
I don't know why Mikey <laughs> I does it. I, I didn't use subtitles either, but I've been watching Dairy Girls actually pretty recently. So yeah. I was Michelle. like, yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, this this actually feels like normal TV to me at this point. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although sh- Shift, I had never heard that one. Shift? Because it's not one that they use in Dairy Girls. You want the shift? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hadn't heard that one either. <laughs> my favorite part of this movie, I think, is when he kisses his maths teacher. Oh, my God. Because oh, God. the way that teacher <laughs> the door was reacts, open. I was here. You could escape. It's, it's the safest place. space. <laughs> <laughs> the way the teacher reacts is so, like, clearly that is not that was not ever his intention, nor did I ever not really get all. that vibe. But Well, I, I felt like there were a couple parts in the movie where I was like, oh, God, I hope that doesn't happen. And then when he kisses him and he reacts that yes. way, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, it is thank like goodness. the <laughs> most wholesome way he could have reacted to that. And to me, yes. that is so funny. I loved it. It was great. Uh, my favorite part is when... Amber and Sarah are having very much a meet cute moment on the stairs, and then someone has someone to walk has up to the walk. stairs yes. around them. Yes, Paige, that that is so <laughs> funny, and it's like a quick, literal end of the scene joke. The scene is yeah, over. It's just a, it's a tiny physical comedy bit yeah. that just. Oh man, made me laugh. I think the funniest part for me was the montage of the dad trying to show him army stuff. Oh, very. Oh no, wait. How did I even forget the the sex ed tape with the oh, nuns? Yeah. Oh, might be my, my favorite thing I've ever seen. Her her at the lectern doing the two pointer fingers together. Oh, and then the two closed hands together, I, and then like and then, doing yeah. it with the finger through the hole. I thought that was so funny. My favorite was uh, Jesus will moisten the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> to prepare it and then she's just got her hand on the pregnant belly and is just like god bless us yeah. everyone and i was like what is this yeah it, I, I honestly was today years old when i realized that jesus was a fluffer yeah. oh Ooh. no oh no but that is what that tape implies uh that is, <laughs> that's not me saying it that is that's not you saying catholic it. nuns i would assume <laughs> that's that's the nuns and then in the tape there's like a nun like watching them do it and just yeah. like yes <laughs> she's like into oh. it yeah oh it was wild. but do you guys want to get into this movie so we can go through it scene by scene yeah. yes please let's do it so we open uh as the opening credits roll on news clips from the 90s from the UK because this is set in 1995 in Ireland two years before the decriminalization of LGBTQIA relationships which the UK moved in some ways faster but in different ways than the US did around the legalization of things like gay marriage and and things like that where the US still struggling uh, (laughs) but in the UK, they kind of did it in stages where they like decriminalized and then, you know, move forward. So this is right before the decriminalization. I think Dairy Girls is actually set a year or so after. I'm not 100%. Okay. But anyway, his dad comes back from the army, Eddie's dad. And, and we have just met Eddie, basically. We don't know who his name is or anything yet. Yeah. But we see him watching a clip on the TV of like their family as his dad has come back from the army. And the person on TV is like, so are you going to join the army? And he's like, uh, (laughs) yes. And we do overhear his mom and his dad fighting about it. Cause what we will find out is that his dad has basically put in for another tour, which means he's going to be gone for another six months. And his mom is like, hey, you've done the necessary time. This one was voluntary and I need you here. Like, I need your help. Like, you, I can't just have you constantly gone. 
Yeah. But they're talking about this as they're watching Eddie try to do a chin up outside uh, to prepare for his cadet exam. And they're like, how many has he done? And he just says, almost one, <laughs> which, is, which I can't I've never been able to do a chin up. Anybody? He, either of you? Oh, yeah. I can do a few right now if you want me to. I have a gym in my garage. That's true. You do have a gym in your garage. For me, it's also more of a like body size, torso, tit weight ratio kind of an issue where I'm just like, gravity's not on my side here. It's also why I couldn't get good at pole dancing. <laughs> it's just a lot. You know, you can just like um, do a <laughs> pole dancing shit on a chair though, right? Like that would be chair dancing. Right. Friend. Anyway, uh, he rides his bike to school. With his brother. And his younger brother is also a pretty fun character in this movie. Yeah, Because yeah. he is our, our entry into all of the gossip that's happening. Yeah. I love that every time something like gossip worthy happens, his little brother's like, well, I heard it from this guy and and, and everyone more and, or less. And, and also everyone most knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people did. Uh, yeah. yeah. But as they're riding, they end up riding through like an army, like firing range with live ammo. Yeah. There's like a sign. Oh, yes. I laugh so hard. I know. Me too. <laughs> because two soldiers that were like standing by the sign and stopped his younger brother, like start right. chasing after him because he's just like zoned out listening to his music on his bike ride to school not noticing yes. the war like it's, it's like a live fire training exercise so they're not like shooting at people but they're still shooting yeah well and, and i do he has the best confused face <laughs> the, the actor does yes. oh beautiful <laughs> i love a person with a great confused face well, and then throughout the film he has his big headphones on his big ears and he doesn't hear anything and it's like a whole running <laughs> gag it's yeah. real real hilarious <laughs> When he walks away from Amber the first time she, I think, is trying to ask him out, I laughed so hard. Because oh, yeah. she sits down and like starts to chat him up a little bit. And he just, <laughs> he just gets up and walks yeah, away. Yeah, has no idea she was talking to him <laughs> at all. It's so funny. Yeah. At all. But he does arrive at school alive and he walks into a conversation where... We hear Kev, who's kind of the, the main bully, just go like a sack of rotten strawberries down there. <laughs> and then he just turns. We don't know anything else. Uh, he just turns to Amber, who is sitting off by herself and just says, what's for lunch, Amber? Carpet. And she says, nah, your ma's getting shampooed. <laughs> Such a good response. It's so, it's the perfect response. Yeah. Uh, and he just like doesn't know what to say to her. It's so fucking good. Yeah. But then he immediately diverts his attention to Eddie and basically is just like, so have you fucked anybody yet? I know. Kev's the worst. Are bro. you gay? He's the What's worst. going on? Yeah, he is the worst. Kev is the most obvious, like, not virgin, but he has that, like, please don't like, look at me energy. So he's, like, attacking yes. other people, you know? Like, yes. it's so, I don't know. I think it's funny because I know a lot of people that were like that in high school. Well, and, and he's just desperate. Yeah. Like, that, that, it's funny because, like, as an adult, watching this now I'm like as a teen that person was so scary because they could turn on you at any moment yeah they would do anything to divert attention off of the negative attention off of them yeah you know and like they absolutely would make fun of you like he makes fun of Eddie in this moment but as an adult I'm like you're such a sad desperate pussy yeah. <laughs> like like no one else understands I understand you are 
lucky that one girl lets you touch her in this movie at some point. I was honestly a little surprised by it. I wasn't. I think that girl was just like, I'm getting mine and you can never talk to me in public. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Been there. Kind of respected her for it in a way. <laughs> but I, I think it's I think it's entirely possible that he's a virgin up until that moment and Me just too. won't tell people. Yeah. Uh yeah. And he's doing he's doing all of this like getting girls to talk to people, like messing with other people's love lives love lives to divert attention off of that. Yeah. Anyway, he basically pressures Eddie to be like, So who do you like? Like, which girl do you like? Yeah, which girl are you trying to hook up with, more or less? Teenagers are the worst, man. They're just the worst kind of people. Yeah. Well, I would say our two main characters are not, and the rest of their school is. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, when I was a teenager, everyone was pretty much like everyone else in this movie. Not like our two main people. Well, it's hard to say because people they there's a level you don't you conform for safety. Yeah. Oh, so absolutely. everyone appeared similar. It, well, I mean, we had cliques. We had like you were either a goth or like a jock. We were we had a very like, I don't know, sort of eighties style click. <laughs> we didn't have enough kids to have that many. Oh. We did. So it yeah, because it was only sixty five people. And so it was what? it was basically yeah. Holy so shit. In my graduating class. Yeah. I graduated with six hundred and thirty, I think. I graduated with yeah. four fifty four. I remember uh, the number, yeah. Yeah. No, my graduating class was sixty four people because one got incarcerated before graduation. <sighs> um he was innocent, by the way, it turned out. But it was kind of like a handful of main people. like these people did all the stuff and were kind of popular and these people didn't care. And that's basically the two clicks. Yeah. Um, I, I was there weren't many overt bullies like this, at least not to me. Like people didn't overtly bully me. I'm sure other people absolutely got bullied. Yeah. Um, but I also I think it uh <laughs> proves the rule in this case that a ton of people I went to high school with came out after. <laughs> so like I think it's one of those things where we're like, our two main characters were not mean. They were great. And it's like, well, yeah, Paige, like a lot of the people you went to high school with are gay and we're just trying to get by. Oh, yeah. I completely understood why they do what they do in this movie. Oh, yeah. 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 Ours was more like you had like the dorks, the the goths, all the, all the, the spazos, the weasels yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. or whatever. But, but within Bueller. those yeah. cliques, because those cliques were still like 20 or 30 people each probably, yeah, or, if not sure. more. There was definitely conformity in norms within those different cliques. So everything mm-hmm. like made sense, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. We definitely had a lot of people come out afterwards, like in college and stuff. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's most people came out after, but also because it was still not socially accepted, right? Just in general at the time, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, Kev pulls Tracy over and is just like, or he like telephones through Tracy's friend to Tracy. <laughs> Uh, Dude, when Eddie like (laughs) scans all the women and picks Tracy or whatever, like he's not picking her because he likes her and that's clear. No. Kev (laughs) immediately kicks into douchebag mode and he's like, all right, let's see if you can follow through on this and like walks over there. This seems like a Todd move. I've got a lot of Todd (laughs) energy from this. (laughs) Now, I was never this much of a bully because I have always been pretty small. So, like, I would have gotten my ass beat for sure. I could picture you and I out in public and being like, who do you think, who who do you think's cute to you? And me say it, and then you immediately go talk to them. I yeah, I could see you doing point, it now. Oh, exactly. Oh, I'm talking about today, tonight, this could happen. At this point, I absolutely would. I would walk over to them at the bar or whatever, where we are in this hypothetical situation, and just be like, hey, settle a bet for me. 
and then yeah. just make up something and then be like, hey, have you met my friend Mikey? Yeah, he's like, I would never do this. I'm not a bully. I would do this tonight. Now, if you saw <laughs> someone you like, I would go. today. Yes, absolutely. I don't count it as bullying, but. I just want <laughs> control of your apps. Oh, oh, that should be a Patreon perk. I've got to work out more. I'm looking for rock hard apps. Oh. If you're looking for rock hard apps, you got to go to Applebee's because they haven't made a solid <laughs> app in 50 years. All of them have cheese in them. And if there's like cheese or, or like grains, that you can't have it. No. <laughs> Sorry. That was an inside joke just for us about the worst Applebee's experience we've ever had. Anyway, he goes to Tracy and Tracy's like, all right. And then <laughs> they go behind the school. I did think it was pretty wild that like. They had never really talked. I mean, I'm sure they knew who each other <laughs> yeah, were. They're not really friends. A- and then yeah. one of their mutual friends, quote unquote, goes, hey, would you fuck this guy? And then she was like, sure, I, let's do this. Like, no, yeah. not, this snogging is not the, fucking. It's, it's, yeah, it's no, they're, they're, that's they're, fair. That's they're fair. just that's kissing. Fair. They're making out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I definitely yeah. had a situation like this. And it was like at church where it was like, of course it was. <laughs> Church youth group taught me most of the basic skills I needed throughout life when it comes to women. Mikey, same. my church youth group was clickier than my high school ever was. Oh, a hundred percent. But like they'd be like, "So and so thinks you're cute. Meet him over there." And it's like you end up kissing this girl by the playground, you know, away from everything going on. And you're like, "Okay, it was nice to talk to you for the first time." <laughs> I I never had this experience. Uh, oh, I'm kind of oh. glad. I know what Mikey's saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. You're not a real friend unless you've like snuck off to make out at vacation Bible school because you were teaching a kindergarten class. And then like the girl <laughs> who taught the second grade class was super cute. Yeah. No, I, I've never experienced. Yeah. I've never taught at vacation Bible school. <laughs> no, I, I fully have. I fully have. But I'd be the one that's like, where's Becky? I'm just I'm supposed to go on break. Like, yeah. Why am <laughs> I covering mine and Becky's class? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mikey. She's always, always up on the fucking teachers. playground. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we were in the slide. Slide into second. Uh, <laughs> well, and that's what Eddie won't do that tips off his right. friends that make him think but that he might be gay. I've totally done what he did. And as a, you know, cis straight male of like, well, I'm kissing her, but like, you know, I don't want to like touching a boob is like a big deal, you know? You don't want to just go for it the first time you kiss somebody unless you're like really <laughs> I, do <love> it. <laughs> I do love that when he first kisses Amber, he leads with hand on boob. <laughs> like even before <laughs> they touch lips, it's like it's so funny to me. Cuz he well, it's he's just trying to learn what the norm is. Poor little baby, but no, like it's so funny. I I do she is kissing him. Like he is oh, like yeah. almost trying to get out of it. But I would say she literally grabs his hand to put it on the boob and yes. he's like, uh, he's, like he's like pulling it back. <laughs> <laughs> like the claw and liar liar. He's like, no. It's like when you try and push two magnets together magnets that don't want to go together. He's like yes. pulling that hard on her hand. It's so fucking funny. Oh, so funny. But <laughs> she says that he looks like a shit version of that guy from Blur, and he just goes, Thank you. <laughs> Which is <laughs> yeah. there is a later scene and i think i think it's i wrote it down yard. you know what i'm talking about where two guys are just beating the shit out of each other and they're like blur oasis well blur, so that, oasis. Starts, that starts a few scenes earlier because one okay, of them okay, asked the yeah. other 
which is your favorite blur or, or oasis? oasis and of course i was like this is the easiest fucking question ever of course it's blur what are we talking about they're <laughs> way better plus that guy went on to do to do the gorillas like that dude is way true. better than anyone in oasis that is true well it it's so funny that people fight over those two and i know that that was a thing at the time i watched a whole documentary about it sure 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 yeah but to me i feel like they're two different kinds of music and i'm like i don't know why we compare these two <laughs> they probably just because they're from similar regions but yeah they are two different kinds of music that's like right, what, yeah. what do you prefer maroon five or Coldplay? well i would say maroon five and Coldplay are much closer <laughs> that's probably true too yeah i like both of them me too but for me it's like what do you prefer maroon five or panic at the disco oh fuck panic at the disco all right day. yeah i mean well yeah, yeah like you could argue the merits of either but i'm like sure. those are two very different sounding bands yeah one's super theatrical and i'm into and, it yeah like you've got super <laughs> super theatrical bisexual wonderfulness yeah. on one side and then you've got adam levine and so like you know what do you choose yeah so anyway uh the bell rings they have to go to class and of course, and he just says, thank you again for that. <laughs> he doesn't just leave. He slowly walks away. And then a few steps into that walk away, he starts trotting. And then yeah, he's just running runs around away. the corner. Like he is running away from her in this experience. Yes. That was so funny. But we cut into class where he, uh, so Amber gets an A, like the first thing we see in class. And then we very clearly see that Eddie has a crush on his teacher. Like the film telegraphs it so well that I instantly, I was like, oh, I barely know this character's name, but I know that he has a crush on the teacher who is the weird priest in Terry Girls. And boy, (laughs) am I excited to see him again. And he does a great job in this movie, but fully is not into Eddie. No, not at all. Yeah. He's just a He's math just teacher. a teacher who's <laughs> yeah. trying to do his best. We do find out in a in a panic on his part that he is he has a fiance. Like he's engaged to a woman. But like Yeah, that he is a straight person. Yeah. Well, okay, here's my question. Ooh, do you think he is really straight? Because again, this is two years before the decriminalization. Yeah, I mean, that might be. I honestly don't know, but he's not into Kev, and that's all I can No, he's definitely, yeah, he's definitely not into Kev. He's not grooming Kev. Uh, But I did feel like there was a little bit of understanding there. I definitely agree. For me, think like, oh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, Because he does seem to fully understand and recognize that that eddie is being bullied in a very specific way yeah he might be in a beard situation which is more or less what dating amber is you know for eddie right Right. they're beards for each other but he also might just have like a sibling that is gay and closeted or something like that you know like that sort of thing but i think he clues into what's happening so quickly and knows he diagnoses it so fast that it definitely is something that has touched his life in some way Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I <laughs> what happens next is mind blowing and it happens multiple times in this movie. And I'm like, this was never something that would happen when I was in school. Um, but it makes me laugh every time is that Kevin just in the middle of class is just like, 
why didn't you touch her boob? Like, <laughs> as the teacher is teaching, it's not like there's a lull. Like the teacher was like, yeah, it's not like it's chapter. the end of class yeah. or something. Like, yeah, no. no, he just turns around to go to the blackboard for a second. He's like, why didn't you touch tit? Like, don't you like girls? And it's like, why is this conversation happening now? What is happening? <laughs> the teacher does shut it down pretty quickly, and then you hear Kev as the teacher starts talking again, be like, he literally says. I love boobs. Like, like, <laughs> like he just can't fathom why he, someone wouldn't want to touch a boob. And listen, I went to Pride yesterday, and I saw a lot of very gay men motorboat some very fake oh, boobs. Gay guys love <laughs> boobs. I, th this yeah. is a thing. It is a thing. I was very popular in my gay bar days because uh, gay men love a good set of boobs. I'm sure it's a All spectrum. Men. But yes, I have yet to meet a gay man that wasn't super into boobs. I mean, here's and I the get thing. it. The I... same. I've met more straight men less into boobs than I have. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah though. Same. Anyway, uh, we got to Amber going home to what we will find out is a trailer. And at first I was like, oh, my God, is Amber a traveler? This is going to be amazing. Like this is. Yes, because I watched too much TLC back in the day uh, and, and was fascinated by Irish traveler weddings because holy hell are those oh, wild. Shit, I forgot about that show. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. I was like, are we going to get a giant dress with butterflies? No, we're not. They, they She just happens to live in, in a trailer park uh, or a caravan park or whatever they call it. Yeah, uh, it's, so, in the U.S., it would be called a trailer park. That is for sure. Yeah, it'd be called a trailer park. Yep. And uh, she's cleaning one of the trailers. And then we watch a few minutes later she looks back through the window of that trailer at another girl getting dressed after she and a guy have just finished having sex yeah uh and they come out and pay her comment that it's filthy we know that it's not because we just saw her clean it yeah they basically are like here's your money go and we cut to her basically saying I'm not a lesbian. And they're like, we didn't ask. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what? Uh, but she goes home and her mom sees the two of them, those two teens leaving and asks Amber, like, what were they up to? And Amber's like, oh, I don't know. And her mom just goes, teen pregnancy waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she's not wrong. I mean, they, they may have used protection. We don't know. But they were definitely having sex. Yes. Uh, but this is where she's like, it's good that you're not one of those types of girls. And, like, your dad would be so proud. And, like, boys don't respect girls that spread their legs. But also, have you tried a little bit of lipstick? And she's like, make up your mind. <laughs> I love that response uh, from Amber to her mom. She was like, make up your mind. Like, what do you want from me? Like, do you want me to have a boyfriend? Do you want me not to be a teen pregnant mom or whatever? Like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Uh, but we do see that she is saving a ton of money. So we kind of have, uh, we've identified her scheme at this point of like, yeah. provide a place for teens to have sex, make money. The better risky business business idea. I was going to say, I was like, she's doing what we thought Tom Cruise is going to do in risky business. Right. Before we realized that he was way worse. Way worse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm going to state. Uh, so uh, she's saving money. She's looking at a picture for dad. And we did hear her mom mention, uh, do you want to take the day off school? Tomorrow's the anniversary, which yeah. means that we know that her dad died. We will find out later that her dad, unfortunately, died by suicide. And we don't get a ton of details other than how it has impacted Amber. But her overall philosophy tends to be her dad could not be who he needed to be 
in this place and it is restrictive in whatever way that was for her father but she sees that as imminently dangerous for her and eddie yeah i would say are you saying that you think her dad may have been a gay man i thought about that yeah i did think yeah. about that uh i wasn't 100 percent, but yeah they don't confirm it but i definitely do think he could have been based on the way it's written you know i think you can extrapolate that but it's not confirmed yeah i would say that's possible and it is a thing that i thought about and i thought they would confirm and they did not yeah i think you could also argue that her dad was just a person who wanted more in some vague sense, sure, whatever yeah. that was, whatever, it, you know, be it that he was gay and could not be with the people he loved and was in a beard situation and it killed him yeah. possible or that he worked at a factory or something and had imagined himself something more or wanted to do other things and just couldn't. Yeah. Whatever it was. She views that as what killed him So but I did think about Maybe he was closeted and maybe she knew Oh I didn't think about that Yeah so we cut to Eddie's house his parents are arguing again Over his dad going away And their argument seems To precipitate Onto Eddie's upcoming physical Fitness test where it's like They're arguing about his dad going away, but it shows up as them arguing over whether or not Eddie should join the army. Yeah. And fully he should not. He fully should not. Yeah. He should not. And they they asked, Can you do your first chin up yet? And he's like, Oh yeah, absolutely. And he cannot. Any day now, guys. Any day I'll be able to do it. They're super hard. (laughs) They are. I honestly think it's sort of an unfair exercise, but only because like the leaner you are, it's way easier. So like measuring your quote unquote fitness level by how many chin ups you can do to me is ridiculous. Yeah, I love that I can go squat 450 pounds and they like do a pull up. Exactly. "Ah!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I could squat all day long. I could do wall sits until everyone else's kneecaps break. (laughs) Yeah, but because I could do a chin up, but I couldn't squat 450 pounds, Mikey. Like that would kill me. Yeah, Yeah. I like being strong. I I can do a couple pull ups, but it's like I can't do as much as like our gym is like one of the cycles would be like do five do five pull-ups and i'll be like two <laughs> and a half i'm really gonna try for that half well then i then i put the little rubber band and do band assisted yeah band <laughs> assistance is helpful with chin-ups yeah mm-hmm. anyway so as they're talking over dinner a very contentious dinner by the way because yeah. like he and his brother eating food and his mom then like slams plates on the table for for her and <sighs> his dad it brought me back to childhood yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very clear his parents are having i would say marital issues because he is gone all the time yes and and they do kind of they have a conversation about it later but yeah uh his little brother at this point is just like hey my brother didn't touch a tit today it's so funny (laughs) he is like he rats him out in what i think as a little brother is such a little brother way oh yes because he says it like matter of factly like he doesn't Mm -hmm. know it's gonna get him in trouble but like yeah he, he knows. knows. <laughs> well, and then his parents are like, oh, okay. So like a girl. Okay, great. And his dad's response is to say, oh, thank goodness. We didn't, we don't have to worry. Yeah. And you're just like, oh no. I know. It's such a brutal little thing. I mean, because of the, it's not decriminalized yet. Like that could mean that he's just worried about his son getting in legal trouble. He actually doesn't care if he comes out or not. You know, like he doesn't he doesn't care right. personally if his son is gay. You know, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But he's worried about him getting in trouble with the state, which is insane. Right. Um, but, you know, I get why that would be his reaction. Although if you were the kid hearing that, 
There's no way yes. you would think it no. was anything other than my dad is never going to accept who I truly am. And that is yes. brutal, even though like the dad may not have meant it that way. But well, and, and to be honest with you in watching this movie, I don't I could not. A hundred percent tell you that the dad Would react one way or the other Me either because he does have that Moment with his mm-hmm. dad later where his dad actually Cries yeah. in front of him and You're just and the dad's like we Couldn't show emotion and now we can Which yeah. made me think like okay maybe His dad would come around and it wouldn't be A big deal I think his mom w- Would absolutely Have supported him oh, and been okay The mom all but says baby I know you're I gay know. I love you No matter fucking what and he just can't bring himself to say it to her yes but i mean his mom i think confirms that in this movie yeah Yeah. oh yeah so uh we cut to high school he's sitting on the steps like having a mini panic attack trying to like psych himself up and this is where she sits down beside him and he just gets up and walks away because it doesn't realize that she's talking to him yes yeah i referenced that shot earlier because he is just like listening to his music and psyching himself up to go like properly ask tiffany out on a date who he has no tracy Tracy. sorry 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 (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. he has no interest in like sexually he just needs to have everyone stop picking on him yes yes he needs a cover uh yeah he's like do you want to go to the cinema sometime no okay how about just coming over and meeting my parents and she just goes fuck off (laughs) it's not her her friend leans over into the shot and says fuck off and he handles it like oh i just got shot down it's fine it's fine it's cool it's cool it's cool i'm just gonna go walk i'll be be right back guys i'm just gonna grab my bike and i'm gonna i'm gonna ride my bike but if someone even today quickly asked me to meet their family i'd be like fuck off yeah yeah i I guess it would depend on the context but yeah probably i mean i definitely do think he is just like okay if she meets my family my family won't think i'm gay you know well your heart just consistently breaks for this kid throughout the whole film so like yeah because he's trying to play off like he knows he left the gas on at home and he has to go home and then he's like he he is just like trying to cover by how hurt he is and how scared he is like yes. and he just like gets the fuck out of there as quickly as possible and it's so like awkwardly super sad he does a great job of playing internally scared to death yes yes he's so good in this movie i mean and so is amber amber's amazing but like he plays this character so fucking well mm-hmm. and he's in a few episodes of normal people which is another great great show that show made me like just sob over and over i know again. but, I, but yeah. he's such a bad guy in that show and it's just like the opposite of what he is in this this dude is a great actor that's yeah, what yeah, irish yeah. actors do the guy who played ramsey from game of thrones yes. he was like that good yeah fuck he so played a good, good guy in the last yeah yeah mm-hmm so good yeah. anyway normal people's amazing if you guys haven't seen it anyway uh so he gets on his bike and he literally just goes <laughs> yes <laughs> to the point where i think it's the end of the day but like we weren't sure if it was the end of the day i thought it was the beginning of the day i thought it was the beginning of the day too i was Same. like oh that's hilarious uh but so she basically chases him down and hits him with a rock <laughs> because he wouldn't stop yeah because he was listening to music he we already know he does not pay attention when he's uh listening to music so like she had to hit him yeah she had <laughs> She had to. Uh, And she's just like, do you want to go out? Okay, let's go to the movies at seven. Yeah. And they go to the movies and everyone in the background is getting full hand jobs to completion. You hear it. 
In the you scene, hear at it. the very beginning, all you hear is like the movie audio, and it's like a slow push in on our two main characters with people behind them. And then you're like, yeah. "Oh wait, that that dude's definitely getting jacked off right there behind them." Yeah, and, and then the other dude <laughs> up yeah. behind them too. It's and then you realize it's literally everyone else in the yeah. theater. And then as as it like pushes in more and more, you hear them hearing the people behind them fooling around. And they're like, oh, oh, this is so gross. He is hearing it and looking around and she's just like popcorned up. Like she yeah. does not care. It's so funny. Oh, I love her. Anyway, we cut to them at like a diner after and she's just like, do you even understand the patriarchy? I listened to Bikini Kill. And I was like, this girl is fucking rad. <laughs> Have you even read? And I can't remember what author she says, but. I didn't write it down, but it was one that I, I, I was like, man, she's getting a deep. Yeah, and he's like, it's on my list, which I thought was like a, a nice way of blowing it off. But we actually yeah. see him reading that book later. Later on, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he tells her he's joining the army and she's like, why the army? army? And he says, I believe the fire of war tor- turns boys into men. Oh. And it's a family tradition. And it hasn't happened two times. So like, it's not really a tradition. And she does bring this up. Yeah, she does call him out on that. Yeah, because it does take, as we know, only two times to make something a tradition. No, it's two and then the third time's the tradition. Either way. Anyway, she looks to a table in the diner and hears two of their classmates whispering about them. So she holds his hand. Yeah. Uh, And as they're walking home, he talks to her about her dad. And this is where she does say like, well, you didn't make him do it. Or did you? Which is a very dark but very funny <laughs> joke to me. It's it's someone who has gotten to the point where they can make gallows humor jokes about something very sad that happened to them. And he was not ready for it. He's like, of course I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Which was very funny. Yeah. Um, but this was a- another thing that I was like, maybe file it under potential evidence for him being closeted. Like, you didn't make him do it or did you? Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but he leans in and tries to kiss her and touch her boobs. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> you are a gay man. Please yeah. stop doing this. <laughs> and he's like, I'm super gay for boobs. And I was like, everybody's gay for boobs. <laughs> like Everyone. Yeah. This is a universally accepted trait. Does your shirt say gay for boobs? No, it says token straight friend, but it had the pride flag oh. on it. So <laughs> that's why I held it up because I am also gay for boobs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And she's like, you clearly have a raging hard on for our teacher. Yeah, it is obvious is what she's basically saying. And he's like, I'm not. And she's like, look. I am too, and I'm tired of being bullied, so let's pretend until we can just get out and go be in a different place where we wouldn't get bullied for this. Yeah, like her plan is to move to London immediately upon graduation. Like she is already making that plan. So she's just thinking she needs cover until the day she leaves to go to London. Right. So she's like, hey, let's be each other's beard until we get the fuck out of here. Yes, which, hey, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. Oh, I wish you yeah. didn't have to do it, but I respect Same. you if you choose it. That's yeah, fine. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Like, if this movie had ended with them going to London together, I would have been like, loved. hell yeah. I wanted that for them. I hope he gets a place and then she joins him later. Yeah. And they open that anarchist bookstore <laughs> with franchising potential. <laughs> that's so funny. It's such a good joke. But he basically is like, I'm not, so no, and, and leaves. And she's like, fine, forget I said anything. I mean, he never says or confirms that he's gay until like one of the last lines of this movie. 
Yeah. But we cut to his room and he's surrounded by drawings of dicks and an army men. An army men. A piece of paper that just repeatedly says, I am not a F slur. Yeah. Which I'm sure he gets called all the time. We see him get called it in the movie yeah. a couple times. Yeah. And this yeah. takes place before I was in high school, but that was common when I was in high school. Yeah. yeah. But we cut to him at cadet training and he is in the back of the pack yeah. <laughs> like he is not doing great uh and then we cut to their sex ed class at school which might be the single funniest thing i've seen it's so in funny. a month of sundays it's like uh, a guide to love making and it's a very catholic bride and groom with a nun watching them while drinking tea and that the i air <laughs> Direct quote, Jesus will now make the vagina slippery to accept the man's love. End quote. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how I was taught. That's what Mikey believes. The, the <laughs> father, the son, and the Holy Spit. Oh, no. Oh, lightning. Lightning, sir. Smote. You about to get smote. I think you'll be fine. That's fair that you are entitled to. <laughs> wow, you guys don't like my fourth addition to the Trinity, which we have to rename to the fourthinity. Oh, I thought you were replacing the Holy Spirit with the Holy Spit. I was on board for that. You can't replace it, Todd. When you're doing the cross on your body, you just go lower. The spirit is everywhere. The spit is in specific locations. Anyway, uh, (laughs) it moves on. I'm going to leave that pause as is. Like, I'm not going to edit that pause down. And the Holy Spit, the real holy water. You know what I'm saying? Oh, It's the holiest of waters. No, God. That's why it can be used for sexual purposes, but also your mom cleans stuff with it. (laughs) Like off your face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so the video continues. You have an audience, and it's the nun like watching them while she stirs her tea. Yeah. And then it cuts to hand motions where it's like, like essentially two finger points. No. Two fists. No. Yeah. yeah. It is like and gay th- sex, lesbian sex, you know, yeah, P and the V sex. Yeah. And then that's the one where she gets like the family feud check mark. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, yeah it's so funny. Sorry. I just got like. A wave of nausea. Okay. Paige hates straight sex. (laughs) (laughs) I hate boring sex. (laughs) Same girl. It's sex like pizza, man. Even bad pizza. I'm like, hey, this pizza is pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't love boring sex. Would I have it now? Yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, especially with pepperoni on it. Oof. Mm. So we cut to the next day at school or later that day at school, and he walks out onto the quad and loud enough for everybody to hear, he turns to Amber and he just goes, Amber, want the shift? And everyone's like, <gasps> gasp. And she just goes, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and they go behind the school. And this is where he's like, okay, I'll be your pretend boyfriend uh, because we're, you know, and she's like, gay. I'm gay. We're gay. And he's like, stop. Stop saying it. (laughs) We don't have to be. Yeah. I I mean, I think at this point he's fully lying to himself about his sexual status, if you will. Absolutely. No, I don't think so. I think he's just he can't even voice it. It's so scary. I think he's in this. He does this situation because he knows, but he can't he cannot even put words to it. Yeah. Um, but we cut to them in class where he pulls their desks together so they can cuddle in class. It's adorable. <laughs> it's very cute. Um, and Kev gets in trouble because he's like, oh, I thought you were both benders. <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> wow. In the middle of class. Like, yeah. what are we doing? Oh, benders. I was like, they're not blenders. What does that mean? No, benders. Irish people, hard to understand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
No, I did I not don't. have any trouble. I did fine. You guys speak English, quote unquote? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> they do. What I don't speak is whatever Tom Cruise was trying to speak in far and away. Land. I, I mean, Land. I don't think anyone's <laughs> Irish accent in far and away was close to Irish in far and away. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, they <laughs> the teacher sends Kev to the principal. He ends class and he pulls Eddie aside and he says, hey. If they're bullying you, you can talk to me. Yeah. And he kind of like pats his shoulder, which I think until we see what happens later, I read as like, oh, no, is this going to get groomy? Oh, no. And then once we see what happens later, we know that this was pure. This is very innocent. Yeah. It was just a misunderstanding. Yeah. He really is just trying to be like a genuinely supportive teacher, I think, in this moment. Right. But, yeah. I mean, I definitely could see why you might think it was groomy, you know, but yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not doing that. He's not doing that. But this is also one of those things that I was like, oh, maybe he is closeted as well. But we just don't know. Hello, Todd. It's Mikey. Hello, Mikey. It's Todd. <laughs> I need to tell you something. Mikey, it's fine. You'll be a great dad. That's we're gonna table that. But <laughs> on that table is a delicious factor meal. Yes! What a transition! Oh my god, guys, this actually is a factor ad. That was amazing, Mikey. Mikey here for factor meal on Romance of the Pod. Heck yeah. We're gonna table it. Delicious, already fresh made meals, never frozen. It takes two minutes to warm up. Just like Mikey does. I have a busy schedule. I work all day. I have fun too much. I also work at night. I also have too much fun. And I <laughs> have a problem with words. Yeah, words is one. Uh, <laughs> ordering out is another one. Same. I ordered out tonight. Yes. I literally got, let's just say a factor equivalent meal for Natalie and I. And it was like $48 when it could have been way less with factor. Yeah, and I, I struggle with proportions. And factor comes pre-proportioned, pre-prepared, chef re ready. I've used it before. Before they even advertised on the podcast, I used factor meals, especially when I was working a lot during the COVID lockdown. I mean, that was the best time to get on board with factor, except for right now, because <laughs> factor is giving 50% off to all of our listeners. If they go to factormeals.com slash romancing the pod 50 and use code romance the pod 50 to get 50% off that's code romancing the pod 50 at factormeals.com slash romancing the pod 50 to get 50% off that's a good deal do it and they have a easy to use app and they never require me to talk about the app Mikey, that was the end of the ad that was the I end know. of the ad <laughs> I'm, I'm still going all right factor meals <laughs> <laughs> Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
anyways, we cut to them walking home and they're trying to teach each other how to walk. Like her trying to teach him to walk more masculine, him (laughs) telling her she should walk more feminine. I love the way this starts because he is like, hey, could you be more feminine? And she gets, she takes offense to that. Yeah, understandably so. And he's like, you walk very mannishly. And, And she goes, oh, do you want me to walk more like you? And I thought that was... So funny. Oh, yeah. She is brutal. Yeah. She's brutal. She's like, walk like you're repressing all your emotions and you have no joints. Yeah. But she does kind of take him to her uh, caravan park, show him the like two grand that she has and tells him about her scheme with the horny teens and everything. Yes. And and she's like, I'm going to London to start an anarchist bookshop with franchise potential, which is such a crazy sentence, but I love it. It's like just like a thousand copies of steal this book and making no sales. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? And zines make so much money on zines. I, know, right? <laughs> I like how in the UK, Dublin is still like a small town. They're like, we have to go all the way to London. We have to leave the country to get to the big city. Well, I think they had to leave the country because it was illegal in Ireland to be who they were. Ireland yes yeah anyway so he invites her to dinner the next day and his parents are like a second girlfriend he's like yeah she's gonna be here in just a minute and as he's like it's Amber Keenan they're like didn't she find her dad and they're like don't talk about it at dinner like we don't don't worry about it (laughs) but she shows up in a dress that clearly like she has tried to be feminine in a way that she understands but is not convincing (laughs) at all i think it's so funny though yeah because she is wearing a dress (laughs) and she's wearing makeup but it looks like it's very much the first time she's ever done either of those things she looks like blossom or clarissa explains it all well this is that time i was about to say that is this time period so maybe she's nailing it yeah no it's it's period appropriate it just looks unnatural for her like there is nothing technically wrong with what she is wearing other than it does not look like her oh like me and baseball caps i feel like you could pull off a baseball cap i'm confused i have a picture of mikey wearing the horror virgin (laughs) hat that i have and it's not a great photo of him no okay mikey i'm gonna need you to get a baseball cap right now and we're gonna settle this on camera thank you (laughs) you look like a 40 year old man trying to like show up at his (laughs) frat With like a bottle of Alize, like trying to party with college students. You do look kind of like a frat guy, but it doesn't look bad. But forward, you are right. That is not good. (laughs) Well, and then like, I only want to wear it to keep the sun out. And then you put it on and there, immediately I'm 10 years older. Not only are you 10 years older, you spent the last 10 years in a bunker planning for the demise of the United States. Yeah, I know that I have like big government body energy, but like... (laughs) That just means he wants to dominate you like capitalism, well, ladies. Hold on. I got, I've got another one. I also look like an older baseball general manager when I put on more like baseball looking caps. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. I'm, I'm here what for the variation. Happening? Sorry. I know this is taking up time. I just needed answers. <laughs> you look like a tennis ref. <laughs> and if you did that one backwards, you would look like a yacht bro douche, I think. Yeah. You are definitely wearing Dickies right now with that hat backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. No, no, hold on. This is what I wear at the backyard pool and at the beach. And it's my favorite hat. Hold on a Okay, second. go, go, go. Okay. Over, under on what we think this hat is. Do we think this is a bucket hat? Do we think this is like a, like like a, a visor? Like a, like a Jamiroquai giant felt Dr. Seuss hat? A Kangol hat? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, Mikey, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mikey, what is on your head right now? <laughs> Michael, you look like you've flown us out to East Lanublar and you've spared no expense on the I Chilean love- sea bass. Yes. I love it. Yeah. You look like the villain at the beginning of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> <laughs> and much like that cor- cross of Coronado, you belong in a museum. This hat makes you look 10 years older. <laughs> this hat makes you look 85 years old, sipping a mint julep. <laughs> Talking about how things were good in the before times. Yeah. They were. <laughs> Not for most people. No. no. All right, take take it take this one. Why am I taking a <laughs> screenshot of this? It looks like you were pissed Lincoln got elected. <laughs> This is what I wear to play cards on a riverboat. Yeah, either you were pissed Lincoln got elected or you escaped Cuba with your cigar fortune. Like <laughs> Anyway, I don't wear a lot of hats. Anyway, we kind of sit with them for a while up in his room after dinner having conversations about like what their plans are. So he's joining the army. Yeah. She's going to do zines. His parents are fighting downstairs. And I think this gives her a little bit of an idea of like, why he can't put words to it. Yeah, I like, think so. I think mm-hmm. his mom definitely has always had suspicions, and I think she's just yes. gathering evidence throughout this whole sort of movie. Yeah, and they do lie about fingering each other. Uh, but this is also <laughs> where... Not Eddie and his mother. Hang on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. yeah. Let's please get <laughs> no, context for what you're talking Eddie about. Eddie and Amber. Eddie and Amber <laughs> lie about fingering each other. Or rather, Eddie's brother lies for them, and they just perpetuate the lie. But yes. upstairs in his room is where she reveals that she has had penetrative sex with a man before. Yeah, because she wanted to see what all the hubbub was about or however she says it. But it's clear she was not a fan, which leads me to believe it may have been Kev. No. No, there's no way Kev is good is all I'm saying. That's the joke. Obviously, it's because she's gay. It's yeah, 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 yeah. But also, she says it was someone staying at the Caravan Park, which to me suggests somebody much older, which made me worry about the consent of that situation. Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Yeah, but she did not have a good time, which, hey, some people don't like it. That's fine. Well, some people are gay. Like, she's clearly gay. Like, you know. That's what I said. Some people don't like it. Yeah. It's fine to not like it. Yeah. Whatevs. Anyway, they they leave at the end of the night and they're his parents are watching as they like pretend kiss each other goodnight and I feel like anyone it's so funny how everyone at school all the kids are like but they're so in love so passionate and I'm like kids don't know anything sometimes <laughs> like so many people in high school thought I was gay and I'm like guys you have no idea how how painfully straight I am uh, but like the same in this movie where they're like they're so in love and anyone who sees them kissing each other whatever would be like no no that ain't right it's <laughs> like, not mm-mm. there is one couple okay there are couples i still have this feeling about out there in the world i mean i'm sure people thought i was gay in high school too because i i'm like not super into sports was in the bands and loved musicals so no, i get yeah, it people people flat out told me that they thought I was gay in high school. And I'm like, no, I was fat and none of the guys would go out with me. I was miserable. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't understand. Yeah, it was yes. a different kind of nightmare for me. <laughs> it was a whole different nightmare. Yeah, sorry, Paige. No, it's okay. Honestly, I did way better. <laughs> yeah. Dodged bullets, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we cut to kind of a, a, a little bit of a montage of them planning what they're going to do when they move to London, practicing walking and dancing we cut to the school dance where everyone else is wallflowering but they're dancing because they practiced we see him trying to do chin-ups uh and we cut to 
him at cadet practice where the the drill sergeant guy is like you could be men or telephonists so i was like what if you you could pick telephonists like that seems lucrative like it's fine um but as he's doing the cadet exercises he looks at the guy next to him kind of breathing heavy and that we we will find out that that cadet is also yeah closeted we just don't know it yet. Uh, I would like the world to know that anytime I exercise, I breathe very heavy and it has nothing to do with if you're male, if you're female, whatever you identify as. It's pro- I'm probably not attracted to you. I probably just can't fucking breathe. Oh, no, I, I didn't think it. I interpreted the scene very differently. And yeah, it's, I think that he was turned on by that. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, not yeah. that he thought that guy was into him, but that, I'm just telling you, if it was me next to him at boot camp, he'd be like, scene- do you need an inhaler? <laughs> <laughs> he would not be t- it would not have the sexy music he'd turn around and it would look like i just got out of a swimming pool because i'd be just sweating and i'd be like jesus christ <laughs> this is so hard. but we cut to her letting a couple out of one of the trailers and they don't have the money so they give her two hits of ecstasy instead yeah which yeah. we see them take later. We do see them take it later. Chekhov's ecstasy. Chekhov's yes. ecstasy. Yeah. Uh, before that, she picks a bouquet and leaves it under the tree where it would Im- be implied that her dad died of suicide. Yeah. But we cut to her talking to Eddie and saying, this is the longest I've gone without being bullied since my dad died. And after that happened, there was silence that almost made it worth it. And you're just like, oof. Yeah. And brutal. she says, people think he was miserable, but he wasn't. He was happy with mom and I, but this place killed him is kind of what she says about it. Yes. And he says, this is not the same, uh, but I think I'm going to fail the cadets. And she's like, no, you're definitely fascist enough. Like, don't worry about it. (laughs) I love that because it's clearly a joke. They're just like ribbing each other like friends do. Like they clearly have become very close throughout the montage of their quote unquote dating. Well, and I think it's in in some ways because they're the only people they could be honest with. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they are their true selves with that person and with no one else. Right. So I'd imagine even finding a safe space like that is so amazing. It's rare for straight people. It, it's got to yes. be yeah. exponentially more rare yes. for yes. an othered group. Yes, especially yeah. at a time when they were this other. Like things are a little bit better for that now, uh, in most places yeah. at least. I've I've been in a lot of situations in my life where I felt very alone in a lot of group situations or hangouts and stuff like that. So, and I am a pretty cisgendered, typically, you know, same. I am like a stereotypical yeah. dude here. Yeah, and uh, and I can't imagine what that is like for someone who is othered. Yeah. Yeah. But they decided to skip school and go to Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like basically like a small town down the street or whatever. I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah. I Ireland either. sucks. Is all I'm saying. That's all <laughs> I, I'm just saying. It doesn't you know suck. It's a pretty cool place. Ireland's on my list. Like I want to go to Ireland mainly so I can just talk about that to Mikey because I know how he loves to hear about my international I, travel. When I read because I did not before I started the movie know that this was going to be an Irish film and I was like, oh, Todd and I are going to stunt so heart <laughs> be like when i was in the uk I, I <laughs> but i've never been to ireland and I, I i mean i would love to and can't wait to but yeah i'm down i i have not been to ireland or scotland i have only been to england when we went we spent a couple days in london and then a couple days in stratford and then we went to wells where they filmed hot fuzz so like 
I've seen a lot of that stuff. I saw Stonehenge. I didn't see Stonehenge. Breaks my heart. You gotta see Stonehenge. It's one of those things that you're like, this is way bigger than I expected it to be. I felt the same way about the Eiffel Tower, where I was like, I did not think it was this big. And then you get to the top of it, and you're like, holy shit. I felt the same thing about the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah, the Grand Canyon, too. Because you, they say it's a Grand Canyon, and you're like, this is going to be a big canyon. I can't wait. And then you get there, and you're like, Holy fucking shit! There's got to be a word better than grand to really yes, name this. Yes, but like we use words like awesome for like I don't know a good hot dog. So when you say Grand Canyon, you're like, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it's grand. We get it, marketing. But like it actually <laughs> yeah, is yeah, grand. Yeah. Like the definition yeah. of grand. You're like, this is a different planet. What? <laughs> it's, yes, it's incredible. Yeah. Anyway, so they go to Dublin. With a bottle of whiskey and a dream. And they basically, we have a fun montage of them just getting drunk in an arcade and having a good time together. Yeah, getting in a photo booth and just like really, like hanging out as friends. I loved it. I loved it too. And they stumble upon a gay club, which it's too early in the night, so it's not super crowded. There's not a ton of people there, but there's a drag queen on stage. Lip syncing. Lip syncing. Like and Eddie, very drunk, just kind of walks up there and hugs hugs her, and she just says, you okay, baby gay? And just like holds him for the rest of the song, and I'm like, who of us hasn't been here and hasn't had to hug a drag queen for our emotional stability? It is so sweet, though. Like I just feel like in that moment, He's a little drunk, a little inebriated, and he was just like, oh, my God, my people exist somewhere in yes. this world. You know, like that oh, sort I of a revelation moment. I hope he goes on moment. to do drag. Yes. He's got a great face for drag. He's like, got he the could face for it. He's got the clock. cheek bones exactly. he would serve tilapia like yeah, it, yeah absolutely yeah but now amber meets another young lesbian sarah yeah now sarah is at trinity so i read this as sarah is maybe one to two years older than amber at most i got that too yeah so they are they are pretty close in age it's like amber's a senior and and Sarah is like just in college, basically. That's what I thought. Yeah. And so they kind of connect. Sarah invites them to the rave that we're going to see later. But Eddie comes over and is almost kind of still pretending a little bit. Yeah. You know, because because he's like, well, this is my girlfriend and we got to go because we're going to miss the last train. Amber is almost like, well, this is the one place we don't have to pretend. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, but it's because yeah. he still can't even voice it. Well, yeah, because I think and my. He, he may know, you may be right about that, but he is still telling himself the lie that he is straight. Yeah. Anyway, they come home. He comes home to his dad sitting on the couch because he and his mom had had an argument. Yeah. And this is where his dad is like, men weren't allowed to have mo- emotions, but now we can and starts crying, which yeah. this was one of those scenes where I was like, okay, maybe his dad, like for all the things that his dad has said that would understandably give Eddie pause and make him scared to admit it. I do think his dad loves him. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so there's a part of me that's like, ah, maybe his dad might have been okay and was just concerned. Like who knows? We don't ever find out for sure, but I think this is his dad trying to connect with him in a way that's not army or whatever. I think so too. I think it's his dad saying to him, Hey, my dad was very cold and did not talk about emotions. And I want you to feel safe talking about your emotions with me. And I think that that 
all happens because he needs the dad needs someone to talk to about what's going on with his mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because and and I don't think that his son is the right person, but I no. think that that opened him up a little bit more emotionally so he could have that conversation with his son. And he doesn't talk about the mom stuff with his son. I'm just saying I think that's why he was in a space yeah. mm-hmm. where he was like already crying about it, you know, like, yeah. Anyway, it was almost like explaining to his son why his son is seeing him, him cry. Like, Hey, this is okay for you to see now, which I like. I think right. that's great. Like I know from talk, like conversations with my dad, that his dad was like the same way, very cold, very yeah. like sort of a jock guy. And my dad was not yeah. so, like, they did not get on. My dad loved musicals too. So like his dad did not like my dad, yeah. you know? So my dad and I had a, a similar conversation to this uh, in worse context because yeah. it was shortly after my brother died. Yeah, that would be $125. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a professional though, you're like, you're super fucked up. Oh, I mean, I'm in therapy, bro. I know, I know. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> as a professional podcaster, should we add sound effects? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to add a plop just for the listeners. <laughs> a plop. That's real shitty. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> Just put the music that they put behind people when they talk into the mirror on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> That's a joke for only the I'm, people who watch I'm, Drag Race. What? I'm writing out my emotions in lipstick on a mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's it's the episode right before somebody gets eliminated where they're just like, I really felt like I only have my chosen family and I'm so glad to have you guys. And they're like, and sashay and away. <laughs> Anyway, Amber comes home and her mom is like, where the hell were you? You were out drinking and what would your father think? And she's like, he's not here. He doesn't get to say, sorry. In, oh, in a very hurtful uh, way. Said but... She said a word. She's like, yeah, he killed himself. He doesn't get to say. I don't yeah. disagree with the sentiment. I hate the way she said it. It was just brutal, like throwing it in her mom's yeah. face that her husband killed himself. Like that it's, it was mean, but like, it's also sort of true. On this light episode over Mates of the Pod, we can talk about losing a family member to suicide creates a lot of complicated emotions. Anger being one of them. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, it probably hurt her mom's feelings, but those are a lot of complex grief emotions and complex grief sucks. Yeah. But also factually true. He does not get a vote because exactly. he's not present. Exactly. But you mm-hmm. and I make a quorum so like, <laughs> we can mm-hmm. continue yeah. this family. They need, honestly, they need a third so that they can have not only a quorum, but a majority. Tiebreaker. Yeah. yeah. Tiebreaker vote. That's why you got to get a dog. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> anyway, so we cut to the next day day at school and kev and all the other guys are like asking eddie about for like tips uh because he and amber have been together longer than like anybody uh but we catch eddie watching his friend take his shirt off and kev catches it too and so he kind of starts needling him about it and this is where he's like i have loads of sex it was on holiday spain 1993 ever heard of it and i'm like your family vacation no what it's <laughs> this conversation that makes me think at this point Kev is a virgin because it, it has very like you know how boobs feel like a bag of sand type energy <laughs> very vibes you know? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or like no I made out with the girl at camp she's from Canada or whatever like that sort of stuff as if I would oh. ever make out with someone from Canada <laughs> it's so funny like I, I try to remember how I was like I was like scared to death of sex and women at this age I mean I, I like dated and like kissed but I was like all that stuff is scary and I was just a kid Mike you talk to me about how you were scared of women they're scary <laughs> can we agree on this just between you and me Mikey yeah fully 
<laughs> I'm terrified. I'm going to say yes so I can use this to my advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like touch an animal that I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> animal? <laughs> A rabid animal. You don't I know. I like that you're like, girls are scary, but the Borg queen, get on my dick. Like, what? <laughs> That actually makes sense to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> Think of all the programs she knows. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Like, this is like when I went to the pediatrician at like 16 and she's like, are you sexually active? And I was like, really trying hard. Really trying hard? <laughs> I was like, I'm trying. I was like, I'm trying really hard, but it's just not going anywhere. And she's, she's Were like. Were you one of those assholes where it's like sex question mark and you just wrote yes, please? <laughs> I mean, Austin Powers did had just come out. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, following Kev's outburst, Eddie asks Amber like, yo, can I go to London with you? Like, we need to get out, please. Yes. But also, can we just tell everyone that we had sex? Uh, and she's like. Yeah, sure, but also it's going to be tough for us in London. Yeah, you got to pull your weight or whatever. Yeah, like Yeah, you're going to have to make your own zine. Yeah, you're going to make your own money or whatever. I I mean, they do have very high school level like thoughts on how things will work when they make mm-hmm. it to London, which is to say not accurate. <laughs> it's not accurate yeah, to what would actually happen. Yeah, they don't fully understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in this scene is where she says, "I will say that we had sex." If you'll go to this thing Sarah invited me to on Saturday. Right. So before that happens, he has to go into the forest with his dad for extra cadet training where and his dad is the commandant. So he's like a big deal army guy. And Eddie is not cut out for it. But I loved like the like you can make your own clothes if you need to or his dad like pops out of that bush and he's like if i wasn't your father you'd be dead right now what why i mean he literally <laughs> has a knife at his son's neck when he's saying this yes. but it's like funny it's not like scary it's just very funny like very funny when he says if you lose your clothes you can make your own clothes and he's wearing like <laughs> and he's got like what leaf looks panties. like a leaf diaper yeah 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 it's so funny oh so so funny but meanwhile his mom is at home doing laundry and finds his notebook in the trash with tons of drawings of dicks and then she looks around the room at all the strong men on the wall puts two and two together and is like ah yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, Amber and Eddie lie about having to go see a George Bernard Shaw play for school <laughs> so that they can go back to Dublin for that rave. I've, but my favorite is when they're sitting there lying and he just has the play fanned out. Yes. Like he has the play and then the tickets to the play and then he's and like, the test book. Yeah, he's holding <laughs> all of that in a fan in front of his face. Oh, it's so, so funny. Like, look, here's all the proof that we definitely are going to this play. We're definitely not going to. Like, it's so funny. Yes. And and Amber's mom says, as long as you're back by midnight. And she's like, I promise. So they leave. And as Amber's grabbing her stuff to go, he says, you have a lovely home. And she says, and now I know you're a liar. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yikes. Yeah. But they drive to the rave. They take the ecstasy. And it seems like they're having a great time. She runs into Sarah. They post up on the stairs to kind of talk about like, okay, I don't have a boyfriend. Yes, I am gay. I do like you. And this is where the guy climbs around them on the it's stairs. so which funny. Is I so love it. funny. I also 
really love when they first get to the club, they sit down and they both have drinks. Like they just got there, they're sitting down, and then it slow pushes in on them. And it's like very strobey because it's a rave. The lighting is so cool. Yeah. and But you also see them go from like. Bored to ecstasy. To excited. <laughs> yeah. Like they're like, fuck this is what I want. And I, I love that yes. shot, that slow push and that realization that this is their like yeah. home kind of place. I love, I love that. I thought that was so good. You could also read that as like the ecstasy starts kicking in. It, <laughs> yeah. Kicks in yeah. it doesn't hurt. Yeah. But like the next shot is them like dancing on the floor, like just getting into it. And I loved it. It was great, but it could be a metaphor because the green light is just like being assimilated into the Borg and then the ecstasy of <laughs> Being part of the collective. What is a collective if not a chosen family? Um, or, you know, a programmed family. Not chosen. Yeah. You know, I don't think the Borgs are gay, though, because they're total squares. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she and Sarah talk on the stairs. The person climbs over them. It's very, very, very funny. Yeah. But while that's happening, Eddie is still at the rave and he meets a guy who... In, in the strobe lights has kind of a similar facial structure and features to his teacher, yes. I would say. To the point where for a second I was like, is that the same guy? Is it not? It's not. It's fully not, but I could definitely understand the confusion. Yeah, it's a vibe. It's a similar vibe. Let's say that. Yeah. They end up making out and out of the corner of his eye, he sees his cadet friend. Yeah. And he pushes the guy off of me. And the guy's like, understandably, like, what's your problem? This is a gay rape. Like, this is what happens. And but because <laughs> he pushes the guy and kind of starts a fight, the bouncer throws him out. She jumps on the bouncer. They run outside. She says sorry to Sarah. Well, he he panics and he's in such fear that his life will be ruined or yeah. he'll be hurt. Yeah. Oh, I, his his facial expressions in the alley afterwards where he's just like, my life is over because mm -hmm. he's like, that guy's going to tell whatever. Not even thinking about the fact that it's like, well, that guy was there, too. That guy saw me at a gay rave. Yes, right? which means that he was also at a gay rave, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, you're a Borg, too? <laughs> <laughs> We're both, you're a Borg. We're both Borgs. I also think this is him admitting to himself that he is gay. Yes. I think that's why. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's happening in that alleyway, man. It's yeah. the actor does such a good job in this moment. He's so good. Yeah. And we cut to them asleep in her car sleeping off the ecstasy yeah uh they drive home the next day and of course all their parents are there her her mom is furious uh and she's like i don't want your son anywhere near my daughter again and his dad's like fine we don't want your weird daughter near our son and his mom is like honestly she's lovely but fuck you yeah <laughs> which i love i love like the parents yelling back and forth at the car it's so funny and also the mom looks like exactly like connie Britton to me like the actress connie Britton. she looks a lot like connie Britton. that's true so amber and her mom leave He's left with his parents and his mom is not going to punish him because I think his mom has already figured out where they were. Yeah. And is just like, I get it. Okay. Or at least knows they weren't out having sex. You know? Yeah. She right. knows for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the dad is like, you're not going to punish him. And she just says, when you're not absent six months out of the year, you can have a say. Yeah. In, in how I parent the kid, basically. So, so fucking brutal. It is brutal, it's man. Brutal, it's, but... Yeah. I, I don't disagree with her. I mean, it sounds like an extension of the fight they've been having this whole movie. Yes. You know, we just don't ever really see them fight. We just see like Eddie's 
seeing of it you know so it's like yeah the end of fights or whatever but yeah that's definitely what they're fighting about yeah so we cut upstairs to eddie and his brother and his little brother's like did you use protection he's like lots of it he's like good because you don't want to get her pregnant and get married and be unhappy and have to get divorced like love is like a flame it burns you when it's hot i heard that in a song (laughs) 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 anyway it's very funny yeah he, he goes to talk to amber and she's like my mom will kill you we gotta pump the brakes basically like yeah. a few days something like that and he's like well like two days like let's keep it at max two days like it's very clear he's like i can't survive without this friendship please don't you know break up with me or whatever right well not just that w- without the cover at school oh absolutely yeah, yeah yeah but i do think they are like they're really there for each other in a way that i don't think either of them are used to yes and they, they he, he just very clearly doesn't want to lose that right yeah so uh we cut to school where they are kind of eating separately and people notice and this is when kev is like hang in there i know you're going through a rough patch and he's like but it's sad because you were so in love and he says right babe and turns to the girl with the two threads in the front of her hair and she just goes don't call me babe and he says totally fair yeah totally fair (laughs) totally fair totally fair but this is them coming out of one of the caravans that they were presumably just boning in oh no that's later this is actually before that yeah you're right you're right right, right, right. because he does more or less the same thing oh he's trying to put his arm around her or something at that point yes yes don't touch me totally Totally fair fair. totally (laughs) fair Mm -hmm. but amber's not in class no and the teacher's like eddie where's amber and he's like oh she's not feeling well period stuff but we cut to amber has played hooky and has run away to dublin to basically see sarah yeah and we get a little bit more information about sarah at this point where we find out that sarah's not out to her family either Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are on the train. They're in the beach. They're, you know, kind they have of a cute romance a montage. Very, very cute romance montage. Yeah. And and here's the thing. I don't know if they're still going to be together. It's very young love. But like yeah. you, you want the you at least they are happy in this moment. And that is great. They're not toxic. And that's a great step for yeah. a movie. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. it for her because this, I think I would assume, is her first like actual lesbian relationship, it seems. Or I, or her first romantic relationship that she actually enjoys. Yes. Yeah. And, and and I think this this relationship is what makes her be like, oh, I think I can be happy in Ireland and be myself. Yeah, I think I can be me here. And it doesn't matter where I am, I just have to be me. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, Eddie has to go for his cadet test uh and he runs into that other cadet and the other cadets are like just don't just don't tell anybody just don't say anything yeah and as they're climbing up a wall he has his hand on his butt to get him over the wall and he kicks him in the face to get away from him which was not i mean we do know that that other character is also gay but it was like the most straight context in which he touched his butt like they were trying to climb a wall in what is more or less rotc like Yes. It yeah. wasn't like a come on at all. I think it was just a right. reactionary, like kind of kick to the face because he didn't know how to handle it. Fear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But he meets up with her after and is like, I think we should just actually start dating. Like we should permanent beard it. And that's how we survive. And she's just like, no, I, I want to be able to have relationships with people I love. And yeah, I can't do that. Well, because he's like, we could just like skip the sex part. Like we just won't do the sex part. And she's like, yeah. No, but like I, I need the sex part of my life too. Like, like that yes. is a requirement yeah. for me to be happy. Yes, and honestly, for you to be happy too. Like she knows yeah. that even though he won't say it, that that he's gay. 
Yeah, of course. Uh, but so, you know, everyone sees it. So she air quotes dumped him. Yeah. He goes home and, and he's like, I dumped her. And his brother's like, he didn't. He didn't dump I, her. She totally I, dumped him. I love that her, her brother like mouths that like le- leans back a little bit like, no, 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 man. He, he got dumped. He totally got dumped. He totally got dumped. We cut to Amber's house where she has just finished telling her mom. She's just finished coming out. We catch the very end of it. And she just says, please say something. And she says, I don't know what your father would say. And she says, he's not here. Yeah, so, again, he doesn't really get a say. Yeah. And her mom just extends a hand and holds it. And I sobbed uncontrollably. I know, <laughs> but it is all over school the next day because her mom told the p- local priest and he told everybody. So yeah. now she is just out and everyone knows and there's mm-hmm. nothing she can do about it yeah and so everyone looks to eddie and is like are you okay like everyone wants to know what happened and so like tracy on the bench just scooting closer everyone thinks you turned her gay everyone thinks you turned her gay which yeah. is an insane thing to say it's it's such a but of the so time funny. stupid thing to think though like <laughs> yes yeah. Anyway, he runs into her in the hallway and literally pushes her to the ground and calls her a a slur. And it's heartbreaking Yeah, because it is absolutely coming from that place of like, you blew my cover. Yes. It's it's brutal. And so the teacher pulls him aside and he's like, what's gotten into you? This is not like you. I understand how you feel. And, And he's like, you do? And he's like, sure, I do. And Eddie leans in and like almost kisses him. And he's like, what? No, what? I meant, I know how to, I know how it feels to be a teenager. I left the door open, right? Like, wait, you are not trapped here. Like, wait, you're closer to the door I, than I am. Like, you're, yeah, I'm not no, trapped goes, here. With the I'm room. not like, between you and the door. Yeah, this is the safe space. This is the safe space. It's so It's the funny, safest man. space is what he said. It's the yeah. safest space. And he's like, I'm uh, engaged with a lady. Like, please don't tell. Oh my God. Well, like, what is happening? I have a 30-year mortgage with a woman. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Anyway, on the drive home, she or ride home on his bike, she throws a rock and is like, "What the fuck?" And and she's like, "This wasn't gonna last forever. You can come out too." Yeah. Like, and he's like, "I'd rather not." And she's like, "Why?" And and he's like, "Miserable is better than being gay in his mind." And he's just like, "It's fair." So sad. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. I I did just look it up though, Paige, because this movie takes place in 1995. Yes. It became legal in 93. So it was decriminalized in 93. Oh, so, so it's two years after it's, it's decriminalized. Two years after, uh, yeah, because the the description online says before. So, does so it? I was going, oh no, I read this wrong. It's oh, okay. fine. <laughs> okay. But but they showed the graduating class as 95. And I was like, oh, this is yeah, definitely. Yeah. I didn't know that. I had to look it up because when Mikey said, well, she could live in Ireland happily because she found her community. Like I was like, well, if it's still illegal. <laughs> Like you wouldn't well, want to live it, there, yeah, but it, it, it was decriminalized two years before this. Okay. Yes. So that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Anyway. So we cut to Tracy rolls up to Eddie and is just, and he's super sad. And and he's like, she's the first girl I ever slept with, even though I mean, they slept in that car. But you know, God damn. I love how he's like, I don't think I'll ever love again. And then he kisses her. <laughs> 
yes you want and she so goes funny. my god lesbians are fierce sluts and i was like <laughs> this is so this is such a crazy conversation uh but yeah he kisses he goes for boobs she undoes his pants to give him a hand job and he thinks about his teacher and the guy from the rave yeah uh, and finishes yeah yeah uh we cut to amber's house where she brings sarah home to meet her mom uh and the biggest problem is that it's chicken kiev and sarah's a vegetarian but her mom is happy to meet her and yes. trying to do her best yeah and figuring it out i love that i love that for her like yes not everyone gets that not everyone gets that we cut to the last day of school and kev is like amber sign my shirt even though he's been brutally mean to her the entire time but that's what i mean like i think he sees himself as their friend yeah but he yes. is very he's fully their bully like yes but he just does not have the awareness to know that he's terrible yeah well and she signs under somebody's drawn a giant dick on his back yeah and she signs directly under it and he's like it's all in the past now and she's like it was last week and he says exactly and he's <laughs> tracy eddie and tracy and eddie are there like as a couple yes and she sees him as just like dude like come on uh but we cut to her and sarah post coitus or at least one round of coitus we'll say yes. and uh we flip as sarah goes down on her and she has what i will say is a consensual safe pleasant sexual experience which is great yeah so we cut to him drinking out with his friends that he doesn't like from school <laughs> yes. um, and he gets up to get another drink and the cadet that he kicked in the face is the bartender yeah and they kind of sneak away to an alley and the cadet six ne sits next to him and just says just because we feel this way doesn't mean we have to be right like we could just move on and have a normal life and it's just so sad you're just it like is. no it is brutal yeah oh this movie's like hard to talk about because it's like so sad. But, but also, also really so funny. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very, very funny. We cut to his parents at home where they're like, are we bad parents? And they're like, no, but we'll figure this out. And we find out that his no, dad has say, turned down his assignment. Top yeah, top 50%. <laughs> not that bad, actually. But so his dad is not going to go away for six months. And they're going to stay and figure it out Yeah. while the younger son listens. But we cut to Amber bringing groceries back to her house for her mom. And she overhears Tracy and her, her, her real mean friends that I love uh, yeah. talking about how Eddie's going away for six weeks. And she's just like, what? When does he leave? Like, he joined the army? Like, what are we doing? And so I, I love that when she's like, when is he leaving? When is he leaving? And is it Tracy? No, it's Tracy's friend whose name I never caught. But she just goes today. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought that was so, so funny because Tracy clearly doesn't want her to know. But like what she says, he's going today. I mean, none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> just like, OK. <laughs> so funny. Uh, we're on a smoke break. <laughs> so I think her name is Janet. I'm, I, I just looked up Janet. the IMDb. Yeah. Jan Janet. That checks out. I can see that. She's got big Janet energy. Yeah. And sadly, this is the only credit that that actress has. So she's so funny. Well, and Tracy she's too. Like, so I, I think Tracy crushes Tracy it. And Tracy's done other things, but is not like in a bunch of shit, you know. But anyway, justice for Janet. I know. <laughs> yeah, we got to get Janet in more shit, guys. Oh, so funny. Anyway, so Amber rushes home, uh, and she finds that he has left her part of their photo booth photos. Yeah, in the door of one of the trailers. We cut to him packing 
uh, and this is where his mom is like, you know, you can tell me anything, right? Like, yes, I love you. It's I totally know. Scene. Just please yeah. tell me. <laughs> I was crying this whole time. Like, this scene is so sweet. Basically, from now through the end of the film. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's a... <laughs> okay. okay. I know. Uh, but he's getting ready to go to they, they drop him off. He's going away to it's like a military college, it seems. And she throws a rock and stops him. And he's like, you got to stop throwing rocks at people. <laughs> You're going to give me brain damage if this continues. <laughs> she gets she gets him in the shoulder. I'm like, that's going to break his collarbone or something. They're not small rocks. No, no they're big rocks. They look <laughs> they're like they're the about three to five ball. pounds. Yeah, it's like a shot put it's to the really head. The most unrealistic part of the movie, because like they're full bricks that he she's just yeah. junking at this. Guy. Yeah, like if she hit yes. him in his head and he died, she'd go to jail forever for murder. Like that that's like how yeah. big yeah. these rocks are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, she gives him all of her money and she's like, run away. Yes. <laughs> like, get out. You're already packed. Literally take this yeah. now and go to London. Or or wherever. Cause she's just like, it's enough money to get you pretty much anywhere. So like go anywhere. And he finally says it to her. That he's gay. Yeah. The only time Fuck. he says in the movie. Sorry, I'm crying now. I'm I know. Sorry. It's it's so sad. It, it is so Ugh. fucking sad. But he runs. He gets on the train. I am not going to be able to do it. You want me to do it? Yes. Yeah, it's sad. So he runs and gets on the train and he opens up the box and she put two of the little pictures they took together and one of the articles about London. Yeah. And then the $2,000 and then it cuts to black and then you can hear him breathe. Uh, and then that's the movie there with that yeah uh but it, the sacrifice and love that she showed towards him and his well-being at the end really touched me and i cried as well and oh it was same just, oh yeah i was crying the whole time man it's so fucking sad like yeah all she could scrounge together was two thousand dollars come on you're saving a life here <laughs> well, i tried to think i was like how how long how long has she been doing this and i was like that's like 200 bone sessions basically yeah no it is it is 200 bone sessions yeah it's i mean she's probably been doing this at least a year probably more yes that she has given him all of that money to i think save his life honestly because yeah, when we see tracy and her friend together when they're sort of letting amber know where he is she is like that scene starts with them talking about how they're going to get married and move in together because she's going to be yes. like an army wife. She's going right? to live on the barracks. Yeah, she's going to be yeah. an army wife. Yeah. So like it's clear that his life is they're planning on having a life that is not going to make him happy at all. Yeah. And I think she saves his life. Like it's it's yeah. such a good movie, guys. I love yeah. this movie oh, so it was much. Good. It was way better. I thought it was going to be like cute, but it was like way better than that. I was like, oh, man. Yes. Yeah. So good. I would watch it again for sure. I 100% oh, yeah, will watch this again. I loved it. I thought it was great. It got me all up in my feels where I was like, oh shit, I can't record a podcast. It'd yeah. Be funny. Oh yeah. Should we do and that's the movie? We probably yeah, should. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the movie. So I've seen the movie and we talked about the movie. What did you guys think? We sort of already talked about this, but what did you guys think? Give me some final thoughts. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I think everyone should watch this movie. This is one of those things, like I wish this movie had been in theaters, uh, at least here. It may have been internationally, but was not here. Um, but you all should definitely watch this movie. It's amazing. It's not at all what I expected, but I loved it. Yeah. There was no leprechauns. <laughs> <laughs> but Paige, do you have any fun facts for us? I do. Well, here it is with your fun facts. Island, fun facts. So Lola Pettigrew and Fiona O'Shea, who 
or are the two leads uh, became such good friends through the audition for this and the film shoot that they ended up isolating together during the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. This is mostly filmed in uh, County Kildare, uh, including the military base. And things are not often filmed there because the military base rarely grants access. And one of the last things to be filmed there was Braveheart in 1995, the year that this film is set. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Now, the director, the reason they filmed it there is it's his hometown. And so it included his family as extras Uh as well. Oh, nice. Uh, Yeah. The jacket that Eddie wears most of the movie, which is a great jacket. It is, like, yeah, it is very of the time, but yeah. Perfect. Uh, but that was bought off the rack from a place called Pull and Bear in Dublin, Ireland, despite going for a 90s period setting because the 90s are kind of back. Yeah. So they just... They were able to buy it off the rack, which was great. That's awesome. Um, now, originally, the working title for the film was called Beards, but was perfect. I mean, um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Uh, the director originally had planned to make this his first feature film, uh, but financing didn't happen in time. So he shot The Cured uh, for 2017 first and then came back to this. So that means that this movie has been in pre-production for five plus years before it comes out okay so the uniform that his dad wears is actually british camouflaged instead of irish uh just because he's a traitor i I don't think he is i think that that's just what they had accessible (laughs) but uh those are your fun facts well thank you for those fun facts let's talk a little bit about box office and that is to say um i don't have any information on box office because this movie didn't get a uh, theatrical release, at least not in the U.S. That could probably be because it came out in 2020. I think it yeah. possibly is. It's it's also uh, a very Irish movie. Like I bet. Let me let me check something real quick. They included a DVD of it in Lucky Charms. It's so Irish. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so it did get an international release. I don't have budgets. I did look for it. I could not find it. But it did make $144,000 internationally, which again would be in places like Ireland. Uh, It looks like it was released in Ireland, Australia, Japan, New Zealand, South Korea, and Spain, but did not do very well in any of those places. Okay. But again, it was during the pandemic when this movie came out. But that's your box office. So Mikey, do you want to hit him with that romance scale? Yeah, the romance scale. Is a scale of one to ten how romantic we found the film page? I mean, I feel like it's tough because this is not really a romance movie. I feel like their relationship as friends gets a ten. Same, like that's what I, exactly what I was gonna say. So it's a one on the romance scale, but a ten on the friendship yeah. scale well, for sure. I feel like for her and Sarah, I'll give it a four oh. because I feel like it's still really early. Yeah, but I do feel like it's it's very sweet, and you love watching them together. Um, so that's where I'm at. Yeah, I think that's fair. I would give it a ten on the bromance scale as well, but also. <laughs> Probably just a one on the romance scale because our two main characters are not romantically interested in each other. Oh, right. I'll I'll give it a three for her budding relationship with the other girl. I thought that was a very sweetly done. Yeah, I liked it too. Do you guys think they remain friends forever? Like for life. Yes. Yeah, same. But like instead of doing a do we think they're still together, I do think that they are friends for life. Yes, absolutely. That's our romance scale for this. Sorry, I yeah. picked another movie and they're good at least. So I'm one up and Todd. That's all I yes. need to do. I was going to say, at least it was a good movie. Unlike when I pick a movie I haven't watched. But speaking of that, this week, Mikey, you made us watch Dating Amber. 
It's my turn next week. So I like this time period a lot. So I'm going to choose a movie from the 90s that okay. I think was a, a pretty big hit. I don't really remember, but that movie is featuring Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts. It's a film called Notting Hill. <gasps> oh, I just watched Notting Hill for the first time earlier this <gasps> year and Did you? enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. Is that where she's famous? She's a famous person? Yeah. Yeah. I watched it too. Did we not do that before? We have not done it before. We did four weddings and a funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm pretty sure the pr- the plot is she's a famous actress and he's like has like a nor- he's like a normal he's guy, a normal right? dude, and they fall in love. That that is my recollection of the movie, although I haven't seen it in forever. So your homework for next week is to revisit a '90s movie and then check back next week for that Notting Hill episode. Yeah. Yes. So, um, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? Hmm. Totally forgot about that. Well, while you're looking one up, let me tell them how they can have their review read on the podcast, and that's to leave us a five-star text review, and we'll have Mikey read it for you. So, Mikey, whose review are you going to read this week? All right. Crystal Math is the person's name. I love (laughs) this name. Finally, Rom-Coms, name of the review. Perfect. All right. Well, what does Crystal Math have to say? There's a gajillion horror recap podcast. There what? are. No, there fully <laughs> are a shitload. Yeah. But it's so nice and refreshing to have a hilarious podcast that riffs on problematic plots and rom-coms. Love it. Five stars. Awesome. Well, Yay. Crystal Math, thank you so much for that five-star review. But if you want to have Mikey read your five-star review, leave us a five-star review. So, um, yeah, guys, if you like this power thruple that we have here on this podcast, make sure to check out our other podcast, The Horror Virgin, and that is the only other podcast that Mikey and I are on. But Paige gets around, and she is on two other podcasts, Black Card Rehab and Cult Podcast. So guys, definitely check out those because they're amazing. If you want to follow us on social, we are at Romancing the Pod Show. Yes. On yes. Instagram. And we are at something else on Twitter who I just have never taken the time to learn. It's, it. it's just Romancing Pod Show because they have a character oh. limit and it's show SHO like Showtime. So guys, check that out as well. And if you want to follow us all individually, pages at Rampage Wesley everywhere, including TikTok, except for Twitter, where she is at Paige Wesley. Mikey is at M Randolph 24, and I am at Todd J Awesome everywhere. And guys, we got a P.O. box. So if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box, it's actually not a P.O. box. It's like a regular street address. It's pretty awesome. It's 6688 Nolensville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. That's going to be it for us, you guys, on Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm Todd. And you complete us. To completion. They're always trying to steal me lucky dick. (laughs) 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 I honestly hope people hear that. Like, I hope people wait and just heard you say, me lucky dick. Because it's going to be my ringtone from now on. Bye! (laughs) Bye!